Welcome back, folks. It has been a very long time since I put up a new episode of any of our ongoing shows, and I do apologize. The last couple of months have been rather busy. Um, I've been doing some editing on a couple of role-playing games for the Dungeon Crawl Classic system that should be out in the very near future. Uh, Dark Trails and a couple of supplements for the Umerica system, um, the post-apocalyptic role-playing game for Dungeon Crawl Classics that is not Mutant Crawl Classics. Anyway, this is the longest I have gone uh, with not posting between sessions, and during that time, um, well, the 10-year the anniversary for this podcast kind of came and went without any fanfare, so I'd like to give some acknowledgement to that for those of you who are still listening and have been with us from the beginning or may have found us very recently. We've had a very long run. We still have a lot of players and a lot of games going on. Even though I haven't really posted anything recently, the games have been going on. There are several Dresden Files, uh, this Indiana Jones, which is going to be up tonight after uh, this little intro, and uh, a BX Dungeons & Dragons game with some uh, new voices on that one. So the podcast is, is not going away, at least uh, not yet. Uh, we have not pod-faded with any luck, as long as we're able to play and there are people who enjoy listening to us, we will continue on. So we are in the holiday seasons now. This is just right before Christmas in December of 2019, the end of 2019. So I would like to wish all of you listeners a, a very happy holidays. Spend some time with family and friends. This is a time of year where a lot of people... Um, feel very lonely uh, and don't have family or a tribe to associate with. And it's becoming an all too modern thing to keep oneself away. So this season, um, game on, game with friends, game with family, and have some good cheer. So we are back with another session of our Indiana Jones uh, through the lens of a noir super adventure. This is session six, and we have returning uh, to play their characters, uh, Kenamono. Introduce yourself and your character. Hello. I'm, uh, I'm Louis Lamont. I'm a prize fighter. But I found out that my uncle was a superhero. So I may be stepping into his boots, maybe his mask. Not sure yet. <laughs> and Kim. Yes, um, my character is Lancia, and she is the um, car thief who ended up driving everybody to the setting where we all found out that it was a superhero. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kato. <laughs> and Zerker. And I'm playing Randall Sage, who's been spending most of this time only in a state of semi-consciousness. In and out. Yeah, we got you. We got you awake. All right. And uh, as I was saying before we started, uh, you have found uh, the Raven's Lair. You have found out, uh, Louis, that your uncle is still alive and was the famous 
caped uh, crusader in the area years ago. Uh, but we kind of ended the session off where uh, now, now there's some planning. You have some very powerful, very rich and very influential groups that need taking down. And while the layer is nice and the gear is nice, uh, it's a question of whether it's enough. And this is where you guys can talk and plan. Yeah. So thinking about it, there's people we, uh, you know, we were thinking about, we needed, we, you know, because Uncle pointed out that, yeah, he was the raven. He was one of several ravens because, you know, depending on what they need done, a different raven would actually show up in the costume. Okay. So. Yeah. And the raven is a network. Yeah, yeah, Raven's a network also, but he also had a network on top of that. So not everyone would get dressed up in the black. Uh, sometimes they would, you know, be providing background and, and uh, information. Trouble is, they're all the same age as, as Uncle. And he's, what, in his 60s, 70s? 80s? Oh, yeah, he's in his 80s now. Yeah, so his network, at least part of them, are dead already. He's just got a few here and there. Many of them were, but yeah. some of their sons and daughters are still in the know. Yeah, yeah. So we got some folks we can pick off of. So, but we need to build, you know, build into that network, you know, contact some of that network so we can, you know, say, hey, we we need your help, whatever you can provide. But we need it, we need more fingers. So from my contacts. There's David Troy. He was the. I was. I, he's questioned about whether he's clean or not, but he's not as bad as, as Davenport was. Davenport definitely was bought. Troy was the guy who let me. Who uh, kind of let me escape. You know, I was. You know, from that diner. <sighs> Kinda. You know, and I'm thinking maybe he's one we can add into. Then I thought about it and said, Joe. You know, the guy I work for, Jones, you know, Jones, you know, we pointed out that we have a box full of license plates <laughs> and <laughs> thing and doing a new paint job in a car. So you can't recognize it. Uh, something we do all the time. So, yeah, he may be another person that we I could we could add into the network. Then, I'm, you know, and maybe even Miss McG Mrs. McGillicuddy. <laughs> Sometimes plausible uh, deniability is good. Maybe we do need some innocence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, well, I imagine she has the old bitty network she can but, tap into. But you can do that as mm -hmm. Louie, n not as that nefarious do-gooder, the Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's Unless you're ask trying questions. to give her a coronary. No, but she's going to ask questions. Yeah. And you know people who know people who need to know that information because it's yeah, important. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, but I think uh, ones we want to bring into the fold would be Troy, David Troy, and mm -hmm. Jones, maybe. Those are at least two I can think off the top of my head. Any any folks in your in your circles? There, um, Mister Sage. <laughs> How many, frat, Go ahead. how many frat brothers can you drag in? 
frat brothers i would not want to bring in per se but i do have a rolodex of clients who required discrete information and i think those are the type of people who could hire someone like me that would be a viable source for information and not necessarily yes you know it also depends on what kind of college you find yourself in i mean if this is um a finishing type of school or an ivy league type of school then your future senators Mm -hmm. and governors uh are there uh so (laughs) you know well uh do tell what kind of school was i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you you pick the location, so you tell me what kind of college well, is it. I mean, is this the the kind of college where the rich and powerful send their children to be reared in the ways of power and politics, or not? <laughs> if I would have graduated, I, w- I would have been on the fast track uh, for uh, high positions in uh, law enforcement and government. So, oh. I'm- so what's the next tier down from Ivy League? Bush League? <laughs> uh, preparatory colleges. Mm. It, it's definitely in, in the preparatory college. The people who went to this were upper middle class and higher. Not necessarily... Now, there, there might have been some people that would eventually make a run for like senator or governor. But... Uh, well-heeled individuals who, who I'm going to say a lot more business than political old money. If that makes, I'm I'm trying to imagine, you know, it's like, well, what do we do with our no good son? We'll send him here. <laughs> Maybe he'll make something out of himself. So, so I'm, I'm kind of imagining I am an outside guy because uh, dad came into his money through gambling. So, yeah, it's not like he, he's a blue blood or anything like that. So, but did he did he find found a chair? Translate. You know. Oh, uh, sometimes the best way to get a kid into a college who isn't that great academically is to uh, uh is to endow a chair. Uh, you know, department, you know, professor of so-and-so. Oh, either that or build a hall. Yeah. Either one of those usually works getting the kid in. Endowing a chair is a cheaper way of doing it. Doesn't involve construction and you get the kid in a lot faster. Hmm. Good question. Economics. I, I would say it's a, coin flip whether whether he built a hall or sponsored a chair i think he would put bank more on the hall because it'll be mm-hmm. there <laughs> mm-hmm. flip a coin jeez oh, louise okay <laughs> hold on a second let's get the special effects going <laughs> and it rolls off the table of course <laughs> tails we're going to go with the hall because it's four letter word mm-hmm. So there, there, there ah. is somewhere Sage Hall uh, on the campus. <laughs> just just right. for your world building enjoyment. Mm. So what's okay, it dedicated to? Because just building a hall, I mean, is it economics? Is it? 
He's a gambler. It's oh. mathematics. So it's, it's, of course, yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> likely to be. Uh, so if this is a preparatory college, it means from here you would go on to a place that would be like a uh, uh, medical school or uh, law or you know, business, right? So it's prepa- preparing you yeah. for that. Yeah. So if there's a hall, it's it's likely to be for business or uh, mm-hmm. law or <laughs> Pre-med. Well, <laughs> business uh, uh, and mathematics kind of go hand to hand. Accounting. <laughs> yep, sure does. Uh, but Creative accounting. The reason, the reason I went to school was for forensic science. So there, there is a legal career program of some kind there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely geared towards creating future bureaucrats god that sounds so, ugly but yeah <laughs> so any profs you were friendly with i don't know do any of them have a, a problem with gambling <laughs> almost all the guys in economics uh <laughs> <laughs> no wait a minute well, I that's thought, a, no that's stock market anyway yeah so what I was going to do is I, I was going to let each of you uh, pick two people that you can designate uh, in your your history uh, that might mm-hmm. be good contacts for what you plan to do. So uh, kind of role play out like who they are, give them a name, ah, uh, what okay. what they would bring to the table, and how you think they might help mm-hmm. you. See, now yeah. he's on focus. I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> yeah, how about I do this? Troy. Let's yeah. let's switch the Lancia and let me conjure up some people. Uh, well, let's not put her on the spot either. So, just who? <laughs> uh, obviously, Todd, you're not ready. Uh, is anyone else no, no. got one? That okay, they think of fine, fine, fine. We're, we're going to have a professor friend okay. who's in. Uh, see, because I never took this as a major. Is there a law enforcement? college program for like detectives how to how does well, there, there's going to be um oh what is it called uh, criminal there'll be criminal law criminal science and cri- yeah, yeah criminal, criminal science. science okay so professor criminal science mm-hmm. manfred congratulations that's now your first name what's his name manfred is his first name sure okay mm-hmm. Okay, what uh cipher. something German. Something German. <laughs> Schausenheiser. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just thinking of a uh strange spelling for cipher, like you know, mm. like, oh. like uh Fisher Fawcett's uh or how about the German spelling for cipher? If you can find that, that would work. I'm working on it. Uh, to start. So uh, go on. So he's a professor. Professors don't typically have a lot of uh, of power. So how? What resources does he have that might help you here? And then uh, he's graduated. Why would he be willing to? Well, he believes in truth, justice, in an American way, and he knows who are the good. Students that graduated and went on to the FBI or the CIA or, or what have you. So 
he's like the front man uh, for for this. He might already be working for the Raven, for all I know. Because he's going to be an older gentleman. Yeah. I so found it might be just out. Chiffray. Chiffray. I posted in chat. I look at it. That just looks like a name of someone who's like, you know, has, has, has the German beard, you know, and the over in the D20 uh, chat. So he would know students who over time have gone on to have good careers with the FBI and uh, law enforcement, et cetera. And And you feel that he's old enough that he may have been a contact or one of the resources of the Raven to begin with. Yes. All right. I tell you what, um, let's leave that to chance. Uh, go ahead and make me a D hundred roll. Just straight oh, off. Dear. Uh, no, no, this bonus. has not been my day. <laughs> okay. Um, slash R. Yep. Yeah. Slash R space. And then help whatever one D 100. 27. I, I forget. Is high good, bad or uh, low is better. So 27 isn't bad. Um, okay. So in talking over uh, with Louis's uncle here, uh, he does uh, remember a man, Fred, uh, that was in the periphery of his group. Um, mm. He was, he was a contact that would occasionally float uh, information their way. Um, he was never brought fully into the fold, but he knew he was helping the Raven. He just didn't know exactly who his information got passed on to so that it would eventually go to the Raven. But yes, in his younger days, when he himself was in college, he was an information source. Oh, well, cool. So that's one that now. Bank. Who, uh, who wants to do one next? Uh-huh. Well, Let's go with with my my first choice, David Troy, detective. He was, you know, of the two detectives I had had interactions with, he was the nicest of the two. So I'm thinking that he's not bought. He's probably doing a Serpico right now in the the department trying to figure out who, you know, who is bought. Of course, he knows what happens to happens to snitches. So, all right. So it's a detective. Uh, he's mm-hmm. honest. Why would yeah. he help you? And does he have any other resources? Ooh. Well, if 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 the mob, if if a mob of some sort's moving in, uh, there's going to be a lot more smaller crimes that are that are going to get ignored because they're they'll have bought officers on on the force to you know look the other way or even assist in those minor offenses with the movie studios trying to take over and you know, and doing its bit he may not you know he may find himself in a position where he has to con- you know compromise his principles you know or pretend to and basically become our, like a mole. Uh, that's at least that's the thought, thought parent I'm having right now, how to convince him to join, join up, um, you know, being the honest cop in a, in a, in a department full of bot 
That's a hard life. All right. So getting back to why would he want to help you or how could you get him to help you? Hmm. We make sure. Okay. Okay. You know, we can make sure his career. Okay. I could just be straight up and say, we help him make sure his career becomes really good because he gets to make all the cop, all, all the arrests. We find him. We put him in situations where they get implicated and he gets to, you know, implicated such that there ain't no way they're going to weasel out of it. You know, and he gets he gets the the golden star by his name as the guy, as the cop who managed to catch so and so. Basically, we we make his okay, career so go gonna, go up. You're going to work it so that he gets the press, and two, you're mm. also playing to the fact that he's an honest cop that really does want to clean up the streets. Yeah, yeah. At least you're and hoping. The department. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kim, you have anything? Well, yeah, because I thought, um, you know, with Lancia living in that former warehouse, she probably had a lot of people come and go, and so she probably met a lot of people. So I was thinking maybe somewhere along the line, you know, she just met another criminal who just knew a lot about a lot of people and would help out just to see them fall, basically. Okay. Um so what makes him special? What what would give him skills you could use? I mean, you can go all out here. I mean, you can say this guy used to be like one of the best, you know, and, and then may, maybe something happened to him physically and he couldn't do it anymore. Like he could have been like the best safe cracker. Uh, and then he, you know, suffered some physical ailment where he can't use his hands now. Uh, so just go all out. So who is this guy and what can he do? Mm-hmm. I think before that, maybe I was thinking maybe he was the one who taught her how to steal cars. <laughs> all right. All right. But then oh, eventually yeah. um, something probably happened with his eyesight. That's what I was kind of going for. Mm. He couldn't do it anymore. But um, he probably also knew a lot of people along the line, too, because I see him as being a little bit older. Oh yeah, so a car thief has to be pretty well connected because you've got to know chop shop people, you got to know mm-hmm. in buyers. So he probably had a whole network of people at one time. All right, let's give him a name or her a name. That would probably be better if it was a woman, because that would be someone no one would expect, you know, especially in that mm-hmm. time, in that, in that era. So let's see. Let's see. Well, I got the uh, fancy name generator up, and got yeah, some, me too. Yeah, I went. I went to for whatever reason. I went to African American names. Not necessarily a bad choice, and one of which is Dazzling Montgomery. Actually, that is pretty cool. <laughs> Let me copy and paste that into chat. It's a D20 chat. Just to modify that, just for the flavor, I would go with Dazzling. Oh, yes. An apostrophe. (laughs) Or like that, because that's still Dazzling. Oh, Dazzling. Yeah. Dazzling. I like the apostrophe. Dazzling. (laughs) Dazzling. 
course. Dazzling could just be her legal name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Dazzling. Okay. Used to be it's one of Dazzling, the best yeah. <laughs> car thieves in the area. Uh, had an extensive oh. network. Probably retired. Uh, Dazzy. Over time. So like someone else <laughs> took over the business, but she's still well connected and well respected. <laughs> Maybe having some hard times lately because, I mean, you were living in basically a, a rundown apartment complex. Right. Yeah, I thought it was like more like a warehouse because that's a when- warehouse. Yeah, a, a, yeah. A ran down warehouse. Yep. Seen better days. Fire. All right, so maybe has a network of thieves that can be uh, leveraged. Already knows you and has helped you in the past. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want and- two from each. Who's got another one? Well. Oh. Are go you ahead. Good? If you guys, no, you, you go ahead. I'm, I am going to do the lazy thing and nominate one of my people that I already have a contact with. We're going to go That's with right. Jerry Horowitz. He had a bit role a little bit earlier, but what we did not specify was the fact that he worked for a larger CPA company, and as such, if we can get some of that spine to stand up straight, he can actually access financial records to all kinds of shady people. He might need some talking into. Yeah. So that, that, so the next question is, so why would he help you? Well, first of all, I've already potentially illegal things. Let's be clear there and potentially illegal things. (laughs) Well, one, he's a friend. Two, I've already implicated him in some uh, skullduggery, and I can always hold that <laughs> against him. He says, oh, by the way, did you know the, about the state's evidence that you helped uncover? <laughs> what? <laughs> Your voice broke there for a second. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> honestly, Jerry's just a good guy, and if I were to actually mention, gee whiz, pal, boom, you remember the raven from the comics? How would you like to help him? Because he's a nerd. He's a CPA. All right. He wears Uh, a double-breasted suit. Uh, One more. Who wants wants the next one? Mr. Jones. I never gave him a first name, did I? I don't think so. Uh, Brain. First thing that comes to mind is Jerry. Jerry Jones. He owns the Cowboys. <laughs> it's like when I came up with a character called Seth Green for my my Bureau Thirteen thing. I never didn't realize there was a real person called Seth Green, <laughs> Jerry Jones. Yeah, uh, because a as we pointed out, I knew about uh, Tracy Davenport's fancy mall tea because he brought it to our shop. Because jo- you know, Jerry, you know, Mister Jones. Is if, if anything, he's an ace car repairer and detailer. You know, it's another reason why I work for him because I'm learning a lot about how you detail vehicles. I mean, look, look at look at the doozy. That's oh. all, Mister Jones. That's all, Mister Jones. Training. The ceiling. Somebody has to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can always flip it back around. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All 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 the changes on the on the seal on the floor in the flipping room but you know anyway <laughs> so what yeah. uh what other he, um, things can he bring to the table and why would he help well everyone comes to him like 
movie executives that get their get their cars worked on. Hey, you know, Mr. Jones, there's a lot of these folks who are looking to, you know, really do a hurting on this town. And they come here. Could we add a little extra bit to the vehicles? And then, of course, I'm looking at the array of various bugs and trackers that un- that uh, Uncle's got that we could actually add to all these vehicles from these guys who basically are the new mob moving into town. Yeah, uh, sounds good. And, yeah, and if nothing yeah. else, I mean, you could do it without his permission, but you're using his name, status, and business to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I still want to you know, get him on the side. And for all I know... He may already be part of. He may, I mean, already be part of the Raven Network, because he's been around long enough. <laughs> Let's give it a roll. Let's find out. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> low is good or low or high is good in this one. Low is better. Okay, what you roll zero zero. Nope, bad, bad enough. No, he's never been part of. Okay. But, you know, um, that's not a bad break. So it's just uh, just a fail. So no. Not only has he never been a member, <laughs> um, he apparently missed that whole uh, couple of years in there where the Raven was prominent. Yeah, he's heard of it, and then he's probably seen pictures of the car. I mean, I probably showed him pictures of the cars. <laughs> or he may have had to try to hide from the Raven because he is a, <laughs> might have some criminal <laughs> angle. <laughs> Not yeah, you do actually have... suspect that Mr. Jones uh, earlier in life was not uh, made his fortunes that he partly did, did this auto uh, auto shop from uh, not so oh. legal methods. Hey, can I make a quick roll? See if he knows Dazzy. Um, you can just say she can. He can if you want. Yeah, I mean, let's say that Dazzy is in her what forties. Mr. Jones is in his 50s, maybe edging on to the 60s. Wax on, wax off. Mr. Miyaki. (laughs) I mean, a car thief would have to know a good chop chop guy. Maybe that's what Jerry did when he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we still have a, he still picks up license plates. Um, (laughs) Old habits die hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, he he has a bit of a background, but he's you know he's now you know one of the best detailers and customizers in town, which is why people like you know Davenport came to him to do up the Model T, you know. And if Davenport comes to him, I imagine you know, like I said, there's people who go, you know, yeah, hey, you want some good work, go to the jo- go to Jones, they'll do a good job. And there's me and Mr. Jones busy working the cars, putting in bugs and tracking devices so we can hear what's happening in the cars. (laughs) That almost implies he actually has some artistic talent in the automotive department. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lancia, can you give us one more? I was going to go back, I think, to maybe some of the people that my mother might have worked with. Um, when she okay. was in that house and I was thinking maybe it was somebody like a cook. I was thinking of a cook because maybe they had a lot of social gatherings that she had to cook for and people would think she was invisible. So they would talk about things. You know, not oh, realize yeah, like that. A gossip network, a gossip network of, uh, of, uh, what would they be called? Domestics. Exactly. Yep. Mm. Seen and not heard. To, to the use downstairs. The, the lingo, the domestic grapevine. 
maybe um maybe the connection is it's it's one service so the service employed your mother who got her the job uh with um the Lamonts um, mm-hmm. and the other people she knew and the people that like, when you were a kid, she would often leave you there at, uh, you know, at the business front, uh, as kind of a daycare, um, which maybe a lot of the women did at the time. So you kind of grew up around, uh, this business. How does that sound? That's yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. What was, what's the place called? Give me a name for the place. Well, yeah, because my mother was more of a domestic too, and I, so I was actually oh, going to do it after one of my cats. But <laughs> actually, the, the first thing that popped in my head that tells you how old I am: Hazel Maid Service. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to call it Sunshine. <laughs> I can see we're on on different wavelengths. I was going to go with Acme. <laughs> Yes. How about miracle? If your house is clean, it's a miracle. It's the miracle maids. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, painfully that- <laughs> <believe> it works. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> okay, uh, so maybe it's a place you haven't been in been for in, in in years, but they would all remember you since you spent a lot of time there when you were a very young girl. Yeah. I think ever yeah, since she exactly. got into a training bra, nope, she's never been back there. <laughs> All right, so you guys have been sitting around the table hashing out, you know, mm-hmm. basically rebuilding a network or creating a network. And uh, your uncle's helping mm-hmm. you out as best he can, but he's going through his old books and he's like, oh, no, no, he, he passed on last year. No, he's he he's lost his mind. War. Can't remember anything. Uh, his son, oh, yeah, yeah. his son is in the mob now. We can't use him. <laughs> I put a finger up and say, um, maybe not in the way you think we can use him. Well, if you want to reach out to him, <laughs> and he, he tears out a page from his uh, his black book. I just look at him, Uncle. I can write. <laughs> well, this won't do much good anymore. You might as well have the page. Uh, well, just give me the damn a, book then. I'll use the book instead. Yeah, geez, don't destroy it. Try to put it back inside. See, uh, Kayong family. <laughs> they, uh, they, they started a laundry service back here when, uh, when the Raven was active. And out of that, uh, they ran, um, well, they, uh, he ran a radio service in the back room for me. You know, he kept, uh, he was the, the hub, mm. uh, People would call in. He'd take notes for me, pass it along, that sort of thing. We we had some old uh, war gear that we used mm. uh, for radio, uh, transmitting around town, mm. that sort of thing. His son, though, has turned that place into a, uh, well, they, they deal drugs out of his establishment now. Um, he was mm. a good kid. Maybe there's still still some of his father in him. And uh, you know, so he passes over uh, <clears throat> name, address, phone number. The Young Family. Kyung, uh, sorry, I think I, I spoke over you. Sorry. There, put it in the chat. Oh, Kyung. Kyung. Oh, Kyung. <laughs> oh, oh, Koreans. It is Korean, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Oh. 
Okay, Kyung family. All right. Hmm. Well, we'll look into that. But we got our main folks to talk to. Uh, I look over. Do we talk to them individually, or do we kind of go in a group to talk to them? How would your How would your friends How, how would How would your professor think if all three of us came to his office? I'm half thinking that maybe the way to go is to have the Raven pay them a after hours visit. Yeah, look it. at uh, yeah. I look at Uncle. Look at him. We're about the same build, aren't we? Well, not anymore. <laughs> but in the pictures uh, uh, that are around and some of the old costumes, yeah, you could fill out the costume pretty well. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, looking around, uh, it appears that there were many people that stood in for the Raven because there are similarly tailored costumes that are shorter, taller, broader, thinner. I look at one and you know, look at when it's thinner and look at uh, Sage. Yeah, I found one for you. Thanks. <laughs> and I started stopping this really sh- uh, this smaller one. Found one for you, Lancia. <sighs> Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, translates to, into not, not now, not never. <laughs> um, realistically, yes, there are some that would fit you and would uh, certainly disguise your sex because they are a man's cut. Armor. And, it's, and it's the kind of um, fashion that you would see from 30, 40 years ago. Okay, so I turn to Uncle. So we, we when we do these midnight, you know, we have to, of course, use your 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 famous saying, you know, do evil, never more. You know, we might have to jazz that up. up <laughs> never known anything good come out of a committee. <laughs> But it's so cool. Is I mean, he would say cool? It's it's so it's 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 with it. I mean, it's still with it. These even the even today, especially if you can get your tone down a little bit, you know, get that gravelly voice. The Raven says, "Do evil, never more." Hands out, you know, doing that. You know, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, uh, he goes over to one of the costumes and uh, there's kind of like a utility belt on it. And it's, uh, he shows that there's like a, a a wire reel on it and it plays back the Raven's voice saying that, well, because we can't all sound the same, but we should. So we uh, built this into a lot mm. of the costumes. I hold a finger up. In one of the film magazine, when the film magazines, they were talking about having to make change in actors' voice timber, and they're using some newer technology to actually change, give them a more bass voice. I'm wondering if we could adapt that. He kind of scoffs at you and he plays it back, but he puts his finger on the wire to slow it down slightly. And it does exactly what you're talking about. He goes, technology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is it can only play what's recorded. You can't have a conversation with that and keep the voice. 
That's true. That's true. Well, you, you know, so- young folks look like you're, you're properly picking up the torch here. Uh, I need to turn <laughs> in these old bones, you know, but you know, free to have the mm. run of the place. Uh, he tosses some spare keys gonna- out since you only have one set. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. Feel free you, to make use of the resources and you can pick my brain as you need. But this old man needs to get some sleep. <sighs> so is there a direct line to your house on the island? Oh, yeah. Um, I just pick up any of the phones here and dial seven. Oh. Then I go over. Look, you know, look, look, I look down, you know, he, you know, he's got sh- shrunk down a little bit with age. And I go, I'm glad you're still alive, Uncle. And I just grab him and just give him a bear hug. You probably hear a few bones pop, but you know. <laughs> well, Louie, I'm glad I could be here for you, but. God's honest truth, though, is I really wish you wouldn't have had found this place. Didn't turn out well for your father. Eric, no, it's not your father. It's, uh, sorry. Your cousin. Cousin, yeah. Didn't turn out well for your cousin. Well, he tried. I mean, he tried to do it his own way, you know, and if he had the, if he had actually gone, you know, gone into the business. He may have actually he may have actually done better, but he has reasons. Uh, why. If he was a decade younger, he might have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. So he you did. You guys right back. He's gonna yeah, take yeah. a nap in one of the side rooms here. Yeah, yeah. So, right. Um, let's get the doozy back up. So. And figure out how we're going to. So, two o'clock in the morning, we appear in each of these people's bedrooms at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) First off, we got to figure out how to get into their places. I don't even know where Troy lives. (laughs) I would think that, uh, given the size of the scope, uh, the size of the city, and the scope of what you're doing, uh, you're only going to be able to hit one of these uh, tonight. So yeah, yeah. Who do you want to hit, and what's your plan? I look at him. I hold a fist out. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there the, the first thing you, your uncle said was not by committee. <laughs> it's not by committee. It's by random chance. Okay, maybe I'll pl- I, I I can figure out what you, you you're always paper, aren't you? Right. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if we, if we you know if we can only do one one person, uh, well, we can't use the car. Have the car show up now. People would notice it, and we'd get probably too many people's wondering what what the heck's going on. So the doozy would have to be the uh, way to go. Yeah, is there any way to tone that bad boy down? That was a fully fledged auto shop up there, wasn't it? Yeah. I think we we can put uh, okay tone it down. I can probably put a light 
uh, coat of like uh, another color to reduce the color, so it's not cherry red. It will lose the shine for because I the, do a proper do a proper shell coat. It'll take me a whole day, but I can at least dim it down if you want me to. Well, just it's like a four alarm alarm fire driving down the street. Well, yeah, now we want to kind of be secret. Hmm. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. You say as there is a car thief lounging here. <laughs> so we can't just get a different car? It's a, there's only a finite number of cars in the city. And... <laughs> And we're in the ass end right now. We're of the city. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're not particularly in a place that's going to be overflowing with surplus cars. You know what? Why do we think there's only one car? You know, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find where the car goes when it turn, when it does the flip. There's got to be a door into that area someplace. I'm imagining that there's a full garage someplace in this place besides what we saw upstairs. I mean, a more proper garage. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, You find it. Um, Yeah. Sadly, uh, as your Uh, uncle has been the only person running this place for a while, most of it is covered up and hasn't been maintained in years. They're all older cars, although there are some new motorcycles uh, apparently he has got a thing for motorcycles there's even some that are just a couple of years old and there's actually some oh, that look were at this. used in the war <laughs> mm-hmm. oh what was it um oh was it chieftain no the the indian that was it you know oh, yeah. harley mm-hmm. davidson that's a piece of crap uh, <laughs> so, yeah two-wheel death machine good idea <clears throat> yeah Oh, 1910 Model A. He's got a Model T there. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, I a, imagine like a museum I imagine of old has, cars. I imagine he has both Model A's. <laughs> the original Model A and then the later Model A. But they, uh, through your trained yeah. mechanic's eye, uh, they, they've all been mothballed correctly. <sighs> Uh, you know, but they mm-hmm. haven't been driven uh, in years, and so they're going to need work which before means, they're usable. Uh, uh, which means we actually have to, they, instead of having oil in the, in the they actually have um, cosmoline. Yeah, I got to pump it out and clean it out and take the, and disassemble the engine to clean all the cosmoline out. It's going it, to, this will take a whole day to get any of these suckers running. Just one of them running. No, make that two days because I have to take apart the engine. Walk over. Anything fall out of the car when it flipped over? Your car? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that puddle of oil since your car hadn't been uh, (laughs) designed for this. I look at the size of the puddle. Quart? (laughs) Two quarts? Yeah. 
but I imagine there's some gear to take it off the roof, off the ceiling, and then flip it back over again so you can actually properly, you know, work with it. So there's probably a, a, a really complicated lift. that will take me about an hour to figure out how it works right. No, actually, it's a, it is a complicated lift, but the, um, the, the equipment for it is actually very simple. The other thing you find is oh. that uh, the garage actually has a long tunnel that seems to head out um, west, which would be towards the city heart proper. It looks like there's this uh, underground um, highway almost <laughs> that leads down here. You have no idea where the other end uh, turns up, uh, but you feel pretty confident given what you can see down that length that it goes pretty far and it's heading out towards the heart of the city. Hmm. I look That's at, you smart. know, I bet we really should yeah. take advantage of that instead of leading every, every uh, thug with a uh, Tommy gun to our lair. Yeah. I bet there's a map somewhere. Uh, where were the upstairs? Maybe. Uh, so if we go looking for a map of the tunnels, can we find one or is that? Cause I have a feeling that's not just one tunnel. I'll tell you what, you know, we'll leave this one to chance too. Give me a roll. All right. You read. <laughs> There are various uh, cities in the map that you're noticing that uh, by the date stamp on them, they're not going to be anywhere near useful to you because there's been a lot of construction going on in the city over the last decade. And most of these date back prior to all the new construction and none yeah. of them detail any of the routes into, into this lair. Yeah. So I hate to say it, Contacting someone tonight, maybe more along the line of let's find out where this damn tunnel um, goes. Can I just <laughs> shove a little bit of fun, useless lore into this point? Sure. <laughs> How about at one time, this city, there was rumors of an underground uh, railroad going way back to the Civil War. And these tunnels were are actually enhancements on that. And of course, all the old tunnels and entrances, you know, have been covered up and, and, but it was used as an excuse, you know, for smuggling people, whether they're caped crusaders or, or, or uh, runaway slaves. It mm -hmm. just seems somehow yeah, right. kind of appropriate. And I can't remember. Does this town have a subway? I don't think it does. I think no, it just it has a trolley line at best. Yeah, too bad there wasn't a subway. We can pull out onto the subway and then go. And it's time for the for the ten, for the for that, eleven twelve. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also facing getting, the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, getting out of the subway <laughs> can be tricky. No, but uh, we're, we're going to have to reconnoiter and you know map this thing. Do you know how to map a tunnel underground? Count. I mean, okay. Either that, or find the entrances, and break out the push pins, and <laughs> mm -hmm. hopefully the entrances are places that we that are still operational. Though I imagine that there's a few is just like completely boarded over, or whatever. Or 
been filled in or something. What's this, Joe? It's a, it's a, uh, it's an old, old uh, tunnel that just filled in with some debris and brick it off. Here we go. Absolutely. Who needs a smuggler yeah. tunnel anymore? Yeah. No, I mean, we're talking municipal construction. You know, yeah. it's like if we tell somebody, they'll stop working. They'll, you know, and and we'll and and we won't get paid for a week. Yeah, just fill it in. <laughs> Easy uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, who do we want to go see first? Ah. Uh, we, I mean, I have, a, I have a bad feeling that we went to see Troy first. You best be wearing the bulletproof outfit. Yeah, uh, I, I think we need to <laughs> build a positive reputation bef- before we uh, hit the detective because mm-hmm. we have to be, yeah. be to leverage him. We have to say we can boost your career because you get to make the caller. But if we can do offer, that, offer him a collar, if we can offer him a collar as, no. as a show of, of good. But that again goes to future good deeds before we can mm-hmm. take advantage of that. I look over at, at uh, Lancia. So you have a friend named Dazzy. Oh yeah. I haven't seen her in a while. You know, take that look, give that, you know, give that knowing look to Sage. (laughs) Well, which one of us is going to wear the outfit? Who's the smoothest talker? Probably not me. Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Because I'm good at boxing and mechanics. You're good at forensics Nothing. and <laughs> is that appeal? <laughs> yeah, appeal is your ability to talk to others. It's appeal. My appeal's a fifty-two. Mine's a forty-one. Forty-six. So okay. I guess you're, you're, you're the you're the talker. <laughs> we'll just okay. So so if if we don't have appeal, what what's intimidate? Prowess? Well, that depends on how you're doing it. Prowess, if you're, you know, playing the tough guy and actually you're going <laughs> to beat him. Yeah. But I know I don't think we want to intimidate our folks into our, our into our into our network. You just well, when I was thinking more, just stand in the back, being all ravenish, and and mm. uh, let Lancia do the talking. Yeah, I got prowess of 83, so. <laughs> That's a double mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you think I'm into boxing. <laughs> yeah, I can just stand back there and, you know, occasionally talk in the deep voice. Okay. Does he have a grab? Does he have a grappling gun we can descend from a convenient skylight? You're overcomplicating this. No, but uh, the utility belt does have a length of strong uh, yet light cable with a hook on the end. Mm -hmm. I'm not complicating it. It's okay. I used to box. Part of boxing is to put on a show. 
it's theater, all right? Was at least it's not wrestling. Yeah. You know, we don't even know where Dazzy holds up right now, let alone mm. if she has a skylight. So, hmm. And you mysteriously appear in her kitchen. <laughs> oh, that's true. We probably need to figure out where she is. Again, looking back at Lancia. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen her for a while. Make an mm. instinct roll for Lancia. Um, a good success in that role would give you an idea of who she might be hanging out with. The last time you saw her, again, she wasn't <clears throat> doing so hot. I mean, she was staying in the same building you were. Yeah, and that's um, rolled high. My instinct's a 76, so, or yeah. 76, so and that's an 86. Yeah, I mean, you know a few places, like a few soup kitchens she might have been at recently, a few hostels, a few places, a few churches that might uh, be giving a little bit of help out uh, that a lot of the residents that you stay with use, but that's really the best you can think of. Well, if she used to stay in your old warehouse, maybe she's still there. First place to check. I haven't been back, I don't think, since the incident with the police officers, so... Yeah, but I have a feeling that everyone probably came back after they, they realized the cops gone and not coming back. Uh, plan B, talk to Mr. Jones. He might uh, know something about Dazzy as well. Two mm. words, one stone. Yeah. But not at night with Mr. Jones. We need to actually talk to him in his in the shop. Because I got to actually show up because I've been missing work now for a couple of days. Although you did leave a fair amount of money in the till, so he's probably happy with that. <laughs> well, that's true, too. I know what bar he goes to after work. Oh, hopefully he's at home if it's actually... Are, are we assuming that it's 2 a.m.? Yeah, it's past that... 2 a.m. <laughs> You're a few minutes, uh, you know, not a few minutes, a few hours before dawn. Yeah. So the part of the reason why I'm kind of hesitant to go to the shop, I point to myself, you know, number one, they know who I am. Unless uh, I can, hey. Do I know a back way into the shop? Of course you do. You probably use it pretty okay. often. Yeah. All right. I can't come into the front. We're not painting. We okay. We're not painting. We're not changing the color of the doozy. I need you to drive right past past the front of the place. So everyone goes. Look at that thing. Wait a second, and they start following you while I sneak in the back. Doable. Let her drive. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm trying to remember from a previous episode. We had like a, a tranquilizer gas pistol or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's what he carries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if Lancia drives, I'll be shotgun with the trank gun, just in case we get followed too closely. Mm-hmm. 
I think, yeah, we're probably out of the garage now, and I'm sitting there looking at him. Well, if you're going to do that, I walk over and pick up the, pick up the suit. Hmm. And then put it back in the hangar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guns are basically uh, air-powered, and uh, he or even had uh, a chemistry guy make up these tablets for him. Um, so, you know, you mm. basically the guns shoot out a tablet that when it, the tablet outer coating breaks and exposed to air, it creates this, uh, anesthetic gas. Uh, the suit has an air filter on it. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Uh, now it's, Honestly, it's probably ether. So, you know, probably a quarter of those people actually died, but eh. (laughs) only the bad ones. It's either ether or it's, it's a highly concentrated essence of, of uh, poppies, you know, one or the other. Uh. (laughs) Great. Every time we use it, we create new addicts. One hit's not going to create an addict, but you keep seeing the same goons over and over again. You never know. Uh, <laughs> they start okay, tracking uh, me down. Please shoot me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Break the law just so you can get shot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we have something of a plan. Mm-hmm. All right, so well, he'll be be he'll be in about nine, and we could probably hit around ten or eleven. Out is Mister Jones a coffee shop kind of guy? We have we have our own coffee pot. He makes coffee. So with a a copper penny in it to cut down the sharpness. (laughs) It's shop coffee. (laughs) On Fridays, he leaves the pot on the stove. Monday morning, we have the coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone needs an extra supply of paint thinner. <laughs> he uh, he might do a coffee shop, but I think he likes his turpentine. <laughs> uh yeah, I I I I I I have at least cleaned the thing out a dozen or so times. I mean, it's now shiny on the inside, not brown. Um, <laughs> you're, you're confusing clean with flavor. Uh, that and tomain poisoning. You know what? <laughs> Hey, well, let's, uh, see can, uh, let's see if we can get the encounter done before uh, we're done for the night. So the idea sure, is sure, you're going to yeah, cause a distraction yeah, yeah. up front. And while that's going mm-hmm. on, Louis going to sneak around the back way and have a talk with his, mm-hmm. uh, his employer. Yeah. yeah. Now, are um, you yeah, doing this so. in the guise of the Raven or just as yourself? As myself, because me walking around in a Raven costume in bright daylight, no. <laughs> what, what if you take something that positively identifies you as being an associate of the Raven? I'm not sure what, but yeah, something that you could hold it in your hand. Like, 
uh, does the raven have any like bird-shaped throwing stars or something? We've already established though that he doesn't uh, particularly care about or even remember much of who the raven was. And this probably came out with Louis occasionally having some of the old comics, and the guy just scoffs at it like, (laughs) ah, yeah. No, but I still may bring one. You know what it probably is? He's probably made this little badge, little brass badge with a raven done in uh, in uh, black enamel. But it's a, a, a set of knuckle dusters that leave behind an imprint of a raven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mythbusters proved that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's a shame. This isn't reality. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, nah, nah. no, no, no. Trouble is said, knuckle dusters give the wrong impression to yeah. my employer. You know, <laughs> see these. You know, and oh, no. <laughs> no, it's probably got like a little badge. It's like a little ID. You know, I was kind little, of a, I'm, he was kind of a classy guy. So I'm thinking maybe he had like lapel pins in the shape of a raven that he would leave. Oh, you know what? So, on one side, yeah. On the one side, it's a standard, you know, uh, pick pick your brotherhood, you know, you know, whatever Shriners, whatever pin. You flip the collar over, and the fastener is the other pin. I like that, you know, because it would be like a, a a raven. Then it would have the little spike. You stick the spike through your lapel, then you stick on what cover uh, badge or mm-hmm. or, or button that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then all That's you gotta classy. do is flat, yeah, flash it, and no one knows the difference. So it's probably got a, a drawer full of pins. Putting your hand in there, you have to be very careful because <laughs> they're, they're not fastened. Oh, <laughs> uh, I find like it looks like a pair of boxing gloves. Is that possible? What's that? Oh, I find a pin that looks like a pair of boxing gloves. <laughs> sure, he's probably got a bunch of them. <clears throat> he's actually yeah, got yeah. a whole wardrobe of disguise stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably fits me and no one else. Anyway, Unfortunately, most you know, of I, the disguise wardrobe is a good 20, 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty mustache. Every time you use it, you have to save versus sneezing. I <laughs> uh, look at him. You know, we could save, we can make some money. All this stuff is like, oh, that's right. We're, we're against those folks. <sighs> I was about to say we could sell them all to the, th- to the movie company as you know, costumes. Well, the movie company may not be bad. It might just be the the people backing that. We have to. Mm. That's something we have to find out for sure. Except for that one weasel, he's got to go down. Yeah, weasels don't live by themselves. <laughs> yeah, now I'm thinking of a pack of weasels. Anyway, <laughs> focus, focus. <laughs> Focus. Get the pin. Get you know. Get my jacket on. My slouch cap on. Actually, I look around and said, "I need a different slouch cap." 
I go look at his wardrobe and get a nice one that, yeah, it's, it's 20 years old date, but it still looks fine. You know, it still works because it's men's fashion, not women's fashion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it doesn't change for 20 or 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, literally, you could wear an outfit from the Civil War and you could get oh, away no, with I'm it. I'm not making fun. I'm, yeah, because I mean, yeah. people still wear trilbies and boulders and, you know. Mm-hmm. I have one. Yeah, see? Both, actually. <laughs> Uh, at least two, uh, at least two cowboy. No, not cowboy, but uh, two, I have a Stetson uh, hat. drones, but anyway. Uh, so, who's driving, and what are you driving? Well, I'm putting the oil back in the car, so I'm uh, give it. I'm going to give it a once over this morning. Just make sure it's drivable, and clean up as much oil as I can off the hood. <laughs> okay, yeah, because the other car that was. Yeah, too much of an attention grabber. <laughs> the all black car, you know, it's the attention grabber, not the car that has the cherry red paint finish and the tan top. Yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I, I guess my car's backwards. <laughs> I was. <laughs> okay, so this is the red car. Yeah. Okay, no, I got my cars mixed up. It's. Yeah, no, but no, it's meant to get people's attention. And I thought that, you know, that was not quite what we were. Yeah, no, no. but it, it won't get as much as attention as the Ravens car, which is rather unique. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's enough folks out there yeah. to go, that's, yeah. They might think that you're filming a new movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oop, it's a bit squished. And like I'm got, lost uh, or something. Yeah, snap the grid turn down looks like. All right, so uh, well, you enact yep. this plan. Are you going to take the car out the tunnel and see where it ends up? Yeah, sure. That'd be fun. All right, so we'll we'll play with the rig then and get it down so it's on its wheels, and I give it a once over so that it's operational. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, uh, the special car was modified so the oil is not going to drain out of the dipstick hole or, <laughs> or through the cylinders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a sealed dipstick hole. Yeah, and looking at it going, hmm, I could do that. <sighs> I could put a seal on it and do some more. Yeah, it'll take me a day to modify it, modify the doozy so it doesn't drip when it's upside down. <sighs> anyway. Operational. Do I need to make a mech roll or just we just going to hand wave and say I did it? Uh, to make a what roll? Uh, mechanics roll. Oh, no, you have time. And it's really just a matter of cleaning up the oil and putting more back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vintage oil. <laughs> this company went out of business 20 years ago. No. <laughs> no, I imagine he probably has, um, since he takes care of the car. He probably ha- is using current oil, so yeah. yeah, yeah, he has enough here to take care of the motorcycles and you know <clears throat> the V car, the Raven Mobile is uh, definitely still carrying. Yeah, yeah. So the All tunnel, right. um, it goes actually for a good long while, just a straight stretch. Um, and in fact, you can see where there are wooden timbers overhead where this used to be uh, one of the um, hidden railroads uh, that were that. Uh, Randall yeah. had uh, talked about, but eventually you can see yeah. ahead of you that it splits. Uh, there's one that veers off to the right and one that veers off to the left. Which way are you going? 
I will go to the left. All right, you go okay. off to the left. Uh, you feel the uh, you plunge down a little bit, like uh, you're getting some depth, and you're noticing that the tunnel in here is uh, is a little wet, uh, not like um, not like puddle wet, but like the walls are a little wet, and it's a little bit cooler in here. Uh, it starts gaining in uh, height again as the the road starts uh, curving upwards. And you can see yeah. uh, through your headlights up ahead, there looks like there's some kind of obstruction uh, in the tunnel. Hmm. We just went under right. the river. <laughs> you know, we must down the waterways. <laughs> I do. It's not happy. Uh, I'm going to get out and take a look at the obstruction. All right. Um, it looks like a series of uh, boulders and dirt um, and some wooden timbers, uh, but it all seems to be kind of pasted on place on a very strong-looking metal frame that's designed to be moved out of the way. You actually see that there's some electric gears attached to it, and you can still see that there's power provided to it. I look over. I bet there's a thingy on the, in all those other cars that makes this thing work. We just could hit a button and open it up. Mm-hmm. You do see, like, the control panel, though, is accessible on the side. So, I mean, you can, you can ah. you spend a minute or two. You can figure out the, how the equipment works and get it to open. Yeah. I mean, okay. If this is, like, the manual way to open up, it's probably more or less a, um, a, a guillotine switch or something like that to be theoret- theatrical. You know, there you go. <laughs> I hope Which you remember to bring on... your keys because I bet there's a matching box on the other side. Yep, that's the first thing I'm looking for. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the other side actually um, is a dirt and stone wall that looks like it's part of a man-made cliffside, and you actually um, are staring at uh, off to the side, and in some very tall grass are some lions that uh, look blurrily at you as the headlights of your car uh, illuminate them. Lions. Lions. Where's the zoo? (laughs) Zoom out on the map. Where's the zoo again? Yeah, the Hudson City uh, Zoo or the the city zoo. uh, You you guys uh, have lived here long enough to know that's exactly where you are. Your car has just popped out in the man-made terrain that is uh, inside the lion uh, or the the African safari exhibit. Ah. That's certainly interesting. Well, yeah. there, there has to be a gate someplace because most of these enclosures we got we got close this. We can't leave it open because the lions might get into it. Yeah. There is a uh, you notice when you threw the uh, the switch, uh, there was about a three count that it took for it to roll open. You're you're assuming that it's probably a three count to close it, so you could flip it and uh, jump back and it closed. But the getting back this way might be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll find a different... Well, well we know where it comes out. We can... <laughs> the thing is, is getting into the enclosure. You know, because I have a feeling that they're going to be looking for us. So, you know, 
we can come out where we ain't getting in. Uh, so I'll go over and drive out, and and then when you're out, flip and run and watch it close, and then get and then quietly, carefully, without making any rash motions, get into the car. <laughs> yes, the lions are standing at this point, tails moving. <laughs> Do you think the gun works on the lions? <laughs> yeah, but. They haven't done anything bad. Hmm. Let's drive carefully. Roll the window up. Drive through carefully. <laughs> I'll make sure the safety is off and that it's prime. <laughs> so the road you're on are, is slow. Go ahead. I'm just going to drive really slowly. <laughs> yeah. The road you're on is a dirt road. It's obviously a service road that they use to, uh, to chum or to feed the lions during the day. They kind of drive through and just throw food out. Uh, the lions are a little confused that it's still dark, but they're expecting food, so they're approaching the car. <laughs> uh, no, it's just like a house driving. cat. <laughs> you watch in the room, now it's time to eat. You know, if this wasn't so dangerous, it'd be an interesting experience driving to a place with lions in it. Safari parks did not exist until sometime in the in the sixties. <laughs> so you are driving fairly slowly, so they keep pace with you. Uh, your car is a bit different, and there's usually not headlights on, so they're not quite sure what to make. But they do know that vehicle means food, so they're kind of pacing your car. And you drive up, and there is a gate in front of you. It's got a padlock on it. Uh, basically, it's uh, one of these swing down. Um, obstruction things, uh, you know, these swing arms, but then there is a gate behind it that's got a padlock. Pull the keys out. You know, look at the padlock, figure out, okay, that's a model, so-and-so, flip, flip. Is there a key that matches the model? Uh, actually, oh, that's a new lock. Well, are you outside of the car? Or are you just kind of eyeballing from the headlights of the car? <laughs> I am not leaving. Sure, the car. I'm eyeballing with from the headlights of the car, <sighs> trying to figure out. Okay, is that a master? Is that someone else? All right, so you've come to a stop. Then headlights on the gate, and you guys all mm-hmm. feel the uh, shocks of the car uh, kind of bear down as one of the lions just has uh, climbed up to the back. Uh, <laughs> back of the car and it's warm back there so it's kind of curling and you know it's doing this little circle thing and it's it's curling down and laying on the back of your car which pushes down the suspension you're scratching the paint (laughs) (laughs) it hasn't really properly cured yet (laughs) the joys of being a uh, superhero okay um Uh. Mechanically, a question here. If you want to pick a lock, uh, what kind of skill is that? Uh, that actually is a skill. You would have to have a skill that would allow you to pick locks. I know one of you does. I do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that's basically that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can pick the lock, but it's going to require you to get out of the car. <laughs> I look out. Well, it's safe. I've got the gun. Well, first as, off, as long you, as someone's covering I, I, me, 
Are you in the costume or are you are are you in your normal dress? I was going to be in my normal dress because yeah. No, um, oh, so because I'm going. I mean, you know, I bet the costume is bulletproof, which means it's kind of clawproof, just in case. Well, yeah, nobody I, said I, they grabbed a costume. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I did not grab the costume. So it's good to know for the future. Right. He's he's scratching the paint. I open the door up, step out, close it. Get off the car! Now! (laughs) Make me a backbone check. What's my backbone again? Uh, 90. (laughs) I'm impressed. Oh! (laughs) 17! All right. uh, Does that make uh, a half or a quarter of your normal skill? Uh, that's going to see half would be 45. So it's under half and a quarter would be, oh yeah, it's under a quarter. Under a quarter. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, it spooks and it jumps off the back of the car. Uh, it doesn't go away though, but it does get off the back of the car. And I sort of stand there, hands on hips, looking at them. Bad kitties! Bad kitties! Right. Pick the lock, Lancia. Okay. Get your gun ready. It's ready. All right, let me have Belantia to make a backbone check to to see if you can get up the nerve (laughs) to get out of the car and do this. (sighs) Oh! What is this with backbones being 17? What is your backbone? It's 57. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, that's good. No problem. You slowly wake your way over to the lock. Um, It's a fairly (laughs) simple lock. It just takes you a moment to to pick it. And uh, so you slowly take the chain off, push the gate open, and you raise the the arm that closes the the way. No no sudden um, movements. Yes. With Louie yelling at them, they're staying away from the gate. Well, I'm not yelling. I'm I'm talking in a, in a, in a, in a strong voice and I am basically making myself as big as possible. You know, it's something I read. (laughs) All right. Well, it seems to work. Um, You have the gate open uh, Lancey, I assume you go back to the car and drive through. Now, do you close the gate behind you and lock oh, it? I'm or? walking back. I'm walking backwards, keeping right. an eye on the lions. And as soon as they're out, I pull the gate, pull the arm down, and close the gate. All right, you make me a movement check. And just as you're, you know, you're backing out so that you're you're still presenting your front to them. <laughs> you got to turn and look just a little bit to see what it is you're grabbing. And as you do that, they sense their chance. And so they're leaping yeah. and they're trying to get the gate closed. So make your move, make a movement check. And what's my, and what's my worst stat? Movement. Nope. Over half. Feel? What's that? No, under, actually, uh, not over half. Not, uh, so it's not twice. Okay. So I'm so sorry. Is it higher than or lower than your. Higher uh, than. Okay, so you fail, but not by an incredible amount. All right. Yeah. 
so you get scratched, uh, but you are able to uh, close the door quickly. Uh, you've got a, mm-hmm. just a three deep gouges in your hand, so you've taken a light wound to your arm. Oh, bad! Kitty. Light wound just means you just need to take some time to bandage it, and you'll be fine. Yeah, we probably got bad. You know, we probably got stuff in the car because you know. There we go. Light wound. Yeah, come in there. All right. All right. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to call it there. We're almost at 11 o'clock. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know where one of the exits go through. And uh, apparently <laughs> it's changed enough since that exit was made that it's now right in the middle of uh, mm-hmm. the lion exhibit. Uh, I'm I leaning over the car. built that way. <laughs> I, I'm it's like leaning over the car, breathing heavy. I don't need a new don't need a new change of underwear, but God, I was close. <laughs> so we won't uh, be turning left again. <laughs> no, no, no. We can turn left as long as we bring along a side of beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- throw out a couple porterhouses, you'll be good to go. Mm. And so if anyone's following us. Away. From the city zoo, just as he just the the barest peak of sunlight starts to come up over the horizon, and uh, we'll we'll end the session yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the crystal well, keepers. That was wondering... fun because yeah. <laughs> the world building and in, in, in the crazy situation. <laughs> yeah, I figure I had to do something, you know, something physical, and yeah, that's something he would do. I mean, he basically, yeah, intimidation. So we're in La Mastre Park. Oh. Okay. Now, All right. So uh, lead us out, Louie. <laughs> lead us out? Yeah, you gave us a saying the last time. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, that was really hard. And I'm not lying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 